Hello, friends, and welcome to the What If Project podcast. Uh, This is a special episode. Um, We're going to be doing four special episodes this month. Um, I was driving home from work the other night, and I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool if for the season of Advent, these four weeks leading up to Christmas, if we did something a little bit different and kind of halfway through the week, we had a little chit chat about Christmas and Advent and, you know, what it all means and uh, maybe look at some things from a slightly different perspective. Uh, I'm reading this book right now during the month of December called Preparing for Christmas, Daily Meditations for Advent by Richard Rohr. And uh, my mind is boggled by this book. And i uh, just been thinking about a lot of things and a lot of stuff churning around in my head. So I thought, hey, the What If Project is a perfect place to flesh some of that out and uh, share it with you and hopefully encourage and challenge you in the same way that I have been encouraged and challenged by this um, book. So the plan, the tentative plan, I guess, is today is Wednesday, uh, December 5th, and so we're doing this episode, we'll do one next Wednesday on the 12th, the following Wednesday on the 19th, and then Christmas Day is on uh, Tuesday the 25th, and so I don't know if I'm going to release an episode that day, maybe the 24th, maybe we'll kind of nix Mark for that week and finish up Mark uh, the following week, Uh, I don't don't really know yet, we'll we'll play it by ear, you know, we'll just kind of figure it out as we go. But for these next three Wednesdays, there will definitely be an episode. Um, and then the fourth and final Christmas episode will come sometime shortly thereafter. So I guess this is technically episode number 16 of the What If Project podcast, uh, the first one in the short Advent series. And I'm calling this episode uh, Making Room. Making Room. Uh, The season of Advent, okay, the season of Advent takes place um, over the course of the four weeks leading up to uh, Christmas. And it's all about the kind of like switching up the routine of the year so that we can make room for the arrival of Jesus in our lives and in our world. So Richard Rohr, in his book that I'm reading, uh, Preparing for Christmas, I'm going to put this um, book a link to it in the show notes. I, I definitely would recommend getting it. It's a quick, easy read, uh, one short reading every day leading up to Christmas. Uh, super good. You can get the book this week, catch up on the readings in like 10 minutes. Um, you will not be sorry. Uh, but anyway, Richard Rohr uh, rightly says that the prayer or the uh, kind of mantra of Christmas and the Christmas season is, Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Uh, as all of creation kind of awaits the birth of the king, the long-awaited and uh, promised Messiah, Uh, the Messiah, the the one that the prophets spoke of long ago, the Messiah, the one who would bring heaven to earth, the Messiah, the one who would initiate a new way of living, the Messiah, the, the one who would make everything as it was always meant to be. And so as creation waits, it prepares. And as it prepares, it it makes room. 
right? It, make, it makes room for something different, something new, something fresh that's coming in the birth of Jesus, in the coming of Jesus, the coming of the King. And so that begs the question, how are you making room? How am I making room for the King during this Advent season in 2018? What are you doing in your life to make room for something new this year? But because let's be real for a minute, right? Like there's no room for the king of love in a life that's filled with hate. And there's no room for the king of humility in a life that's stained with pride. There's no room for the, the king of forgiveness in a life that's harboring unforgiveness, right? And so preparing for Jesus requires us to pick up a broom of sorts and sweep out some of the dirt, the dust, the cobwebs that I've collected over the, the past year and create almost like a fresh space for him to come and dwell and work in and through our lives. So, so let me make this personal for me. So for me, um, in thinking about all of this, I'm finding, I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable with you for a moment, I'm finding that there isn't much room in my life for the divine, for God, for Jesus, whatever, when it's filled with fear. So one of the demons that I've always fought in my life is the fear of like not being good enough. And that's a fear, to be honest with you, that has really been awakened and kind of poked by the what-if project. Because I find my brain constantly asking things like, you know, what if people don't like this? What if people don't respond to it well? Like, what if nobody listens? What if nobody reads this stuff? What if nobody listens? What, what, if, what if they laugh at me? The what if project is supposed to ask questions like, you know, what if there are ways of understanding the Bible that are different than the ways in which our traditions have handed us? But oftentimes, instead, my mind is filled with questions like, what if they hate this? What if they hate me? Right? What if? What if I fail? at this. But as those questions kind of like bounce around in my heart like a almost like a pinball, I realize that it doesn't leave much room for the king of peace to come and to dwell in my midst and to do uh, what he will do in my life and with the what if project. And, and so this Advent season, making this again really personal, one of the things that I'm focusing on in my life is not being afraid. Uh, because the less room that fear takes up in my heart, the more room there is for Jesus and his peace and his confidence and his strength and his courage. So, so let me turn it now. How about you? Right? What in your life needs to be less so that the king has more room to dwell? Now, interestingly, uh, the thing that often makes the most room for Jesus, this is going to sound weird, so hear me out. The thing that makes the most room, the thing that creates the most room for Jesus is suffering. Like the more that suffering is present, the more room that Jesus has to be present as well. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but, but think about it. Suffering creates space for the divine. Like when things don't go my way, for instance, and when things push push me to, to look at a power that is greater than myself, I have no choice but to make room for that power, right? Because I need it. I want it. 
I long for it. And so I make room for it no matter what it takes. Uh, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I think, it's in, I think this is in Matthew. Uh, but the Gospels tell the story of the uh, Roman officer, also known as a centurion, whose uh, servant was on his deathbed. So unsure of what to do, this officer goes out and finds Jesus. And when he found Jesus, the officer told him of the problem. And Jesus offered to come and heal the servant. He's like, I'll come to your house and I'll make the guy well. So the officer was uncomfortable with the idea of Jesus physically coming into his home because he felt unworthy. And so he told Jesus that he believed that because Jesus was a man of authority, that he could just say the word, give the command, even from miles away in the illness, would mysteriously leave the servant and all would be well. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He sent his healing power from afar into the Roman officer's home and into the room of the servant so that he was made well. So Jesus never set foot in the guy's house, never even got anywhere close to the guy's house, but said the word and almost magically, miraculously, the guy was made well. But here's the thing. The sick servant and the worry and fear of his master, that's what ultimately forced the officer to leave his home go find Jesus and invite his healing power to invade his home and work a miracle. In other words, it was his worry and fear along with the sickness of the servant that ultimately led the officer to invite Jesus in and create space in his life and in his home for Jesus's power to do what only it could do. And so as we enter this season of Advent, my, my challenge for you, my challenge for myself is to stop trying to escape suffering. And I know that sounds hard and yet simplistic, but also stupid, but, but hear me out. Like when a situation arises that causes discomfort, the first thing we try to do is what? Fix it, right? Make the discomfort go away. Make it better, remove the pain, fix it. But what if instead of trying to remove the problem, what if we followed in the steps of the Roman officer? What if we were to leave our place of comfort, bring the problem to Jesus, and ask him for his help? In other words, what if we allow the pain and suffering and uncontrollable circumstances to just be there and to create more space in our lives for the king to dwell as we bring those things to him? And notice, when Jesus healed the servant, right, he didn't undo what had been done. Like, it's not like he, he made it so that the sickness never happened or never took place. He didn't jump into a time machine, you know, travel back in time and, and rewrite history. But instead, his healing power entered into a difficult situation and worked good out of it. So that the grim situation, although horrible and trying and difficult, became nothing but a distant memory that existed at one time, but existed no more. And so when we bring our troubles to Jesus this Advent season, let's, let's together, let's fight the temptation to simply ask him to fix it or make it better or make it go away. Instead, let's ask for his power to enter the situation. Tell him we've created some space in our lives. The suffering is here. We've embraced it. And now we're inviting your power to come, to fill this place, to make good out of it, whatever it may be.
so that we can move on and this moment will be a distant memory. That although an important part of our story is no longer a dominating force in our story, uh, because you have come into the difficulty, you have come into the trying circumstance, and you have made it well. Come, Lord Jesus. Let's make that our prayer this Advent season. Uh, Make room for the King. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.